Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. Yay. Two weeks in a row. <clears throat> well, the fuck is this? Are we getting our shit together? Uh, yeah. I mean, we are kind of a day late because of me, because I had... Eh. Ki- I, I think had people ki- can forgive us for kid, that. Kid obligations. Yeah. Well, the fuck, dude. It seems like every time we do the show... Like, there's always some kind of a break, breaking news, and then the next day, there's more breaking news. <laughs> so, so we're nervous like, to do a show. Yeah, it's almost like, jeez, man. It's like, damn it. So if something breaks tomorrow, we have a whole week that we have to wait until we talk about it. Well, yeah, I mean, well, because, like, and it, you know, whoever listened last week knows, like, we went on, like, really, like, 10, 15 minutes, literally after the news was coming out. Oh, that, yeah. You know, the Donald Trump Jr. had met with the that Russian lawyer and everything to get the information on hillary and all this shit and so now yep. it's at the point at that time it was supposed to be him manafort kushner and the girl <laughs> yeah. just the four of them and now it's grown yeah now there's eight people and now nobody can agree on what the meeting was about yeah and like, then of course we're supposed to believe them when they say that nothing was gained from it even though they've lied five times before that about said meeting yet somehow we're supposed to believe them about this part of the meeting I don't know. It was brought up like um, I've said this before. Like I used to, and I say used to, listen yeah. every once in a while to the Spicer press briefings because I'd pull them up on C-SPAN, but they don't give briefings anymore at the White House. And when they do, <laughs> right. they're they're off camera. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't even pull it up because it's just not even worth it. But I'll see. I'll, I've got a lot of the like White House correspondent and reporters on my t- on the Twitter feed. So anytime they're in the briefings as soon as they get out, they'll start you know tweeting out like comments that were made to certain questions. And um, I read that you know someone asked Spicer about that today and he said that that was the, that line of questioning was off limits or something. like they weren't going to discuss you know the Trump Jr. nonsense and not surprising. Yeah, it's like it's kind of the way it is though man. And then like today, the the news story that broke today was that Trump had a secret extra meeting with Putin during the G20 yeah, summit. I, I did see that, yep. And that the only person that were involved... And there's no in record that, of it. Yeah, because the only people they say that were involved was him, Putin, and Putin's translator. So there was, like... I mean, Trump didn't even have his own translator. It was just literally him and Putin. Yeah. So, yeah, there'll never be any record of that, so we'll have no idea. They said they met for about an hour... And huh. yeah, wonder so. what they discussed. Oh, I'm sure it had nothing to do with fucking adopting Russian babies. 
But are you sure? <laughs> I mean, that would I wouldn't put any money on that. I'll tell you that. But ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good times, man. So I don't know. There, there's they were bullshitting a little bit out on, on the news. I was flipping the channel, but you know nobody knows anything. I mean, that's literally all we know is is that Trump, there was another meeting. Yeah, Trump. Putin, that they tried to hide. Yeah secret little hour-long meeting like i said just the three of them is according to what they said but again there's only supposedly four people in trump juniors and now it's up to eight and one of them is someone who has dealt with um like these oligarchs and banking and stuff and financial Mm -hmm. stuff and had i guess it had some financial issues (laughs) let's put it i don't know all the details and i don't ask me to pronounce any of those russian names because i can't do it but I don't know. It's ongoing fun, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, at this point, I just, it's not like I have fatigue over the Russian thing. It's just, you, there's just so little, I mean, there's a lot coming out, but it's just so like little tidbits and it's so general. And look, I figure Mueller's doing the investigation eventually either as much a little nonsense that, like I said, that's dripping out that we see which ties a lot of things together behind the scenes. There's got to be a ton of other shit. And like I said, the big stuff for him is going to be um, the financial crimes and stuff. I think when they start looking into like the Russian mafia and Trump's ties <coughs> with that and who he's done business with to get loans and this whole fucking little web, you know, cause like I said, the Finsen's looking into it. Um, yeah. So that's, I think that's where the big shit's going to come down. Cause like I said, if there is, Collusion is going to be ver- really, really hard to prove. I mean, in in a, in a criminal aspect of it, like Trump Jr. going to meeting to get information on Hillary because of his position stuff. It's like there's certain intent there for criminal activity. Like if they knew for a fact, like the people they're meeting with did hack into Hillary and they're trying to provide that information, that's a fucking crime. Yes. But if it's just, hey, you know, the Russian government has fucking information on Hillary because, you know, I don't know, they know some things about dealings that she did or something like that. Like, that's not, it's really murky and there's just too much involved. So it's like my head hurts from that stuff. So I don't even care. Like I said, I'll just let Mueller fucking, hopefully that dude's doing an awesome job. I and mean, it seems like he's hiring new lawyers all the time from what I'm reading. Yeah. He, so they well, must have a ton of shit investigating going on right now. So the other thing I like about it, well, it's um, just the amount of lying that they've done uh, about this meeting and how their supporters just like push it under the rug. When I've heard the line from supporters, when they're like, "Well, if you've got nothing to hide," yeah, you know, talking about like. Big Brother and stuff like that. They're like, well, if you got nothing to hide, then it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Well, then why are the people that you support consistently lying about one meeting? Yeah. And kudos to a lot of the news organizations out there because they, you know, they've narrowed down the date of the meeting, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's in the emails and stuff. And then they've come up and shown like Donald Trump Jr. the next day talking about no we've never met with the russians that's yep. ridiculous how dare you say that and it's like you just met with them yesterday so it's not like it was months down the road and you've kind of forgot about it yeah it was the next fucking day 
So well, either you're a fucking dimwit and don't have any memory whatsoever, or you're fucking lying and it's bigger than it is. Yeah, and literally within hours of that meeting that they had with the Russians, Donald Trump sent out yep. like one of his first tweets <laughs> yep. basically saying, you know, like, oh, where are these 33,000 deleted emails of Hillary's and stuff? So, and then he started his rally within a couple of days doing the whole, mm-hmm. you know, hey, Russia, look into this. And it all ties, it's a nice little timeline when they start putting it together. So, I don't know. Like I said, hopefully, look, there's no way in hell this was the only time they met with anyone from oh, Russia no. off the books like this where they tried to hide it. So, uh, that's the thing about it. It's like this one, it's like whatever. I mean, they get what information they get out of it, but you got to realize that. Any of these Russians that are in the States, let's be honest, or FBI, CIA, whatever, they're NSA, they're wiretapping these people. They're listening to everything they're doing and watching them. Because it seems like if any American goes over to Russia, you better be sure to watch what you say and do because you're going to be videotaped. You're going to be recorded. It's, I mean, it's just, this is the way we do things between our two countries. It, nothing's changed you know, between now and the Cold War era, there's no trust between each other. You know, it's just like Obama during the sanctions shut down those two facilities over here that the Russians are whining that they want back now. And it's like, no, we're not going to get back to you because we know for a fact you're using them to do spying on us You know, yeah. while you're here. So, like I said, these people, I'm assuming that there's probably audio of phone calls and records and stuff and, you know, that we're never going to know about, but like I said, Mueller and his team, they're probably going to find that information. So yeah, like, there's, there's definitely a lot of shady stuff with money too. Um, you know, not, not just people that are tied to the organization, but also people that were tied to the, uh, political campaign. And then even with Donald Trump jr, you know, like right after the story kind of broke, he lawyered up, right. As mm-hmm. they say, all of them. Um, have. Yeah. <laughs> but people dug into it and they've, found you know who his lawyer was and all that stuff and as it turns out his lawyer is being paid by campaign funds Mm -hmm. um, for trump's next go around with trying to get reelected um you know you can because they have a constant steady stream of you know you go to their website and you can donate to their next campaign and whatever so they're using those funds to pay for his lawyer but here's where it's weird. People looked at the paperwork and his lawyer got paid for these services that were supposed to be, you know, because of this story that broke out three weeks before the story broke out. Well, like I said, they already know what's so going on. What they exactly had- were they doing with that money? Yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't know all the ins and outs on that, but I'm just that's very suspicious that you know the the excuse that's being used to hire this lawyer for Donald Trump Jr. is somehow they knew it three weeks ago that the story was going to break, yeah, and they needed to hire this lawyer, even though they didn't disclose that until after the story broke. Well, like I said, by next <laughs> week, there'll be some more information on this or some other stuff to talk about. It's like, I just, I get so, like I said, I'm so fucking burnt out on Trump and yeah. his nonsense, but I do have some polling information and then Ooh. a little article we'll kind of recap because for people who don't realize, because it seems like it's been 
a fucking decade of Trump rule. The son of a bitch has only been office for six months, and uh, feels like decades. Yeah, so I ha- I have a little bit of a rundown on what he's accomplished in his first six months. So we'll finish off the show at that. But you know what the big news is this week? I mean. I don't want to gloss over it and stuff like conspiracy talk and collusion, all that shit. That's fine and good. But the big story of the week is that um, Kid Rock decided he may run for fucking Senate. What? And uh, Caitlyn Jenner said that she may actually run as well. What? Oh, you didn't see this? No, I didn't see this. Yeah, dude. Kid Rock is, uh, he's got a website up and stuff and he's looking into possibly running for senate in michigan in this next uh, election you're talking about the guy that like goes on concerts and has a confederate flag even though he's born in michigan yeah hepatitis kid rock yeah is am i confused was michigan part of the south <laughs> hey man <laughs> i'm really confused here you don't. It, oh, he's pandering to a base. You don't have to be. Oh, you don't have to be born somewhere to be fucking. I forgot. Redneck white trash. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't well, matter. No, because the Confederate flag. It was always. You know, it wasn't about racism. It was about Southern pride, right? Yeah. But he's not from the South. Yeah. Well. So. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm just saying, you know, if it's not if it's not about racism, as they say, and it's all about Southern pride, then why is somebody that has no Southern pride, no Southern blood in him whatsoever, born in Michigan, waving it around, Look, pandering dude, to his base? I don't know. Who about may or that. may not be racist. All I know is, let's just take a step back again and listen to what I'm trying to tell you, dude. No, 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 I understand. It's ridiculous that he's running for Senate. And Caitlyn Jenner are talking about running for the Senate. This is what I talked about a couple weeks ago when I said, Trump being the president, it's over. Like, it doesn't matter if he's one term and out or not. Like, it doesn't. It's over. (laughs) This is what is going to happen now. Well, they're running. That doesn't mean they're going to win. Okay. Well, did we think Donald Trump was going to win? Mm-hmm. No. Well, you kind of did. Only at the end. The only time I said that I thought he was going to win, I, I it was like the show we did before the election. I was like, dude, yeah. this is going to be a lot closer than people think. I, the only thing I got right, though, because I did predict Hillary to still pull it out by the skin of her teeth, was I got pretty much the numbers right. Because I said, she'll end up winning this by about 2 million votes. <laughs> that's about that's about right. Other than that, though, I was fucking wrong. Because I did not foresee her blowing, you know, fucking Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. I mean, some of the other states I was kind of right out. Like, I, I was like, eh. he's, you know, I was like, nah, she's losing Florida. She's losing North Carolina. I called those right. But I was, I did not foresee what we, <laughs> what happened on election night. I was still like, oh my God, I said that this could happen. I still can't fucking believe this is happening. <laughs> but And Caitlyn Jenner, like that just... That's ridiculous. Well, you know what the funny thing is? Okay, think about the difference between Kid Rock and Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, let's just, everything, let's just put them like side by side. Like extreme right and then way extreme left. Okay, well, okay, but you would think that, but the thing is, Caitlyn Jenner is a fucking hardcore Republican. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> That's like not even... Yeah, I know. That doesn't make sense. So She realizes that her stance... Everybody on that side of her stance fucking hates her. 
Okay, but let's think and of this. That she's an abomination. So, Caitlyn Jenner, also known as used to be Bruce Jenner, um, Republican, going to run in California. So it's like, okay, that's fine. It's a more liberal state. But then it's like you're making the Republicans in that state choose, like, do I want my party to win or is my hatred <laughs> for, for transgender people <laughs> and gay people and stuff? Because let's remember, dude, like California, w- we talked about this, I mean, years ago, of course, now everybody knows gay marriage is legal. Well, California tried to get this done and they fought it there. I mean, yeah. it was the fucking Mormons rolling in and yeah, fucking the prop eight it. or whatever it was. Yeah, I think you're right. It's Prop 8. That, so it's like, even though California knows this liberal state, they still have some pretty hardcore conservative oh, yeah. people in it and that could Certainly. still whip up a fucking frenzy amongst theirs. And there's even, I'd say progressive-minded, well, maybe not progressive-minded, but people who tend to be more democratic who are still, there's some things like that because they're still religious and that lifestyle doesn't, you know, it doesn't really fit in with them too well if you know what i mean yeah so yeah it's no, gonna, i mean that, that's gonna be interesting that definitely fits into the mentality that the republican party is going with because as everybody knows the health care bill is doa um so well, they've, for they've now. come up they, yeah for now they've come up with two strategies the first strategy is fuck it let's just repeal it yeah which is what their original strategy was. They never talked about replace. I've already talked about this. They never, ever talked about replacing until Trump started talking about replacing. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it was like every Republican, oh, we need to repeal and replace. It's like, no, you said repeal. So yeah. this is going straight to what they always wanted to do, which is just fucking get rid of it and let you get ramrodded by the mm-hmm. fucking insurance companies yet again. Yep. Capitalism. So that's that's their first one. It's just like fuck it, let's just vote to get rid of it. Um, but coincident, weirdly enough, they said that they want to just do it with a two year delay. Yeah, ma- amazing. So let's think about that two year. Essentially, delay. <laughs> essentially, what they're saying is like, hey, we're gonna pretend like we won something, mm-hmm. and then whenever you know the uh, midterms are coming up, yeah. or, uh, we're going to be like, oh, hey, you need to keep us in so we can replace it and do what we promised, blah, 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 that we couldn't pass way back when. Um, the other one, and this one I thought was funny, uh, <laughs> was, uh, I think this was Trump's suggestion, was we just need to win more seats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just like... We just need to win more seats, and then we can really get our way. It's like, no, you already can get your way. You guys are just fucktards. He's funny. <laughs> he went on a tweet storm this morning, and that was the gist of it. Was he was just pissed? Like he he said yeah. something out like, "We need to get rid of the sixty rule fucking thing, and it should just be majority and all this other shit." It's like, um, you do only you need do a majority have the majority, you dumbass, and you have the majority. It's your people because he said something. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, the sixty vote thing." He goes, "That allows eight Democrats to obstruct everything that we're trying to do." It's like, no, it doesn't. It's like, no, dude, you guys have the numbers. Not, not you control close. everything. It's like he doesn't even understand. He has no no he doesn't of how anything works. He is amateur, amateur at best. And it's hilarious as. Uh, People go back and you can. That's a good thing about Twitter. It's like those tweets don't fucking go away, you know? I mean, unless you fucking oh, yeah. clean people, them up. No, even still, people screenshot them and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Notice they about hold that. on to them until you fuck up and then they bring them out. And the thing is, every time Trump 
tweets some bullshit like that, someone else will go dig up a tweet that he sent out about Obama. And so there's the one out there today. And, you know, I threw it on my Facebook to try and piss off the conservatives in my family and stuff where he's like, Obama had complete control of everything for the two, his first two years and then whined about Republican obstructionism for six years. He goes, you know, something about not a leader or some, you know, he made some short, shitty comment like, hey, some asshole's got full control of everything. He <laughs> can't get yeah. anything done and whine about obstruction. It's amazing. Yeah, he's such a fucking piece of shit, man. But. But the curious thing to me is like, why aren't they looking at it being like, okay, we we can't get this done, so we need to actually like work on something. Maybe try to reel in the dim dims a little bit. Um, yeah, that's not gonna work because what they want to do is you know, like you said, they they're really the main goal is to get rid of it completely, and like, there's no, no way no, Democrats no. will work yeah. with them. So. I know, I know what they want to do mm-hmm. but what they can't do and what americans don't want them to do even their own people that voted them in don't want them to do yeah like i said i got numbers on that we'll go over them here at the end of the show okay sorry didn't mean to bring that into the into no the no tape, no no. I'm, I'm just saying though you're right and like i said i'll we'll kind of go through that at the end of the show yeah, and stuff to you, prove you your point can, there is a parade it's a constant thing like you hear it from the Republican Party, and you hear it from Trump saying, oh, Obamacare is failing, it's going down the tubes, it's shit, everybody hates it. And then you look at people that are constantly protesting. Mm-hmm. They're doing sit-ins at people's offices, getting arrested. They're, I listen to a shitload of NPR, as everybody knows that's listened to this podcast for a while, and they go to these rural areas that are hardcore Republican. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about this bill and they're all like, this would be bad for us. <laughs> like, these dumb fucking Americans who voted against their own self-interest it can at least recognize that this bill, or even just the full repeal, would be a horrible idea and would be terrible for them. Like, I, I've said it before, in a way, I kind of want to see him repeal it because I want to see the system just fucking just be destroyed and all these people get kicked off and then it's like yeah, i mean as much as i would love to see that happen i just the humanitarian in me says i don't want to see people suffer well i would hope that it would work this way where they say fuck it and they get the repeal across they don't replace it because they have no intention of replacing they never did, but even like still the full repeal like i said it's got a two-year delay i know but that's so, fine though because but the thing is as soon as they repeal it all these insurance companies know what's going to happen. They'll automatically start checking up rates. They'll start pulling yeah. out of those, um, the fucking, uh, the Obamacare, you know, immediately. Like, they're already some doing it because yep. with the Republicans, with their being wishy-washy and this fucking vote being so uncertain. Yeah, they're not going to hold them to it. Yeah, so. And prosecute them. Yeah, they'll be pulling out of those exchanges like nobody's business. So, it's going to take, I mean, as soon as that was to, to pass and you foresee what's coming, Next year, there'll be no one in the exchange. It'll completely tank. So, it really doesn't matter. I mean, as soon as they do it, it's felt. Which I think is fine. Fuck it. Because within, they said, 8 to 10 years, then it goes back to, like, basically, people forget, you know, pre-fucking Obamacare, where we had, you know, 20% of the fucking country didn't have health insurance, and it'll go right back to that. It'll go back to, they said, about 32 million people uninsured. 
you know, within, you know, eight years. So it's like, okay, you know, premiums will go up literally a hundred percent. So it's like everybody feels, it's like I said, you know, you, you're a pill. It affects everybody. It's going to kick me in the ass, kick my wife in the ass. We've got insurance, but we know our deductibles go up. We know our premium is going to go up because everybody's will, because so many people are going to fall out of the system. Insurance companies got to make that up, you know, without people having insurance people won't be going for as many checkups and going to the hospital visits and this and that so you're going to have uh health workers that are going to be losing their jobs which there's a prediction that it could we're talking like a million health care workers could lose their fucking jobs um but but i thought we were for jobs in america well there'll be more fucking people working in morgues didn't so we we'll have, have uh we'll have that what the fuck was it called? American Products Week or whatever the hell he called it? <laughs> yeah. Made in, made, made in America Week. Yeah, Made in America Week, besides for my clothing line. And, and my daughters. And my daughters. <laughs> and my wife's. <laughs> Don't worry about all that, though, dude. And the steel that I get for all my buildings. And the labor that I get for all my resorts. <laughs> well... Anyway, that is what it is. So we'll see. They said they're going to pull the bill, and then McConnell said they're still putting up a repeal, complete repeal uh, vote this week. But there's already been a couple of the Republican senators that said they're they're voting against that. So that looks like it's most likely not happening. Because they are getting tired of being yelled at. Yeah. They go back and hold these town halls, and people are just shouting them down. Yeah. Saying, sons of bitches, you better not. And all those snowflake Republicans are whining, saying they're not going to do town halls and shit. I'm like, I remember when Obamacare was going through, the Democrats were taking the same shit. Yeah, from the fucking Tea Party. Yeah, so, you know, suck it up. You guys, this is what you're going to do. If people are against it, you go face your fucking constituents, you deal with it. But So, I think... I should come up with a new segment because I tried to give you guys the heads up. Like, if you wanted to fucking like bang a goat in the ass or something, you need to hurry up and get the Texas because we got <laughs> we're getting rest of bestiality. But this will this might make up for it. So all these new laws take effect here, like in the fall. And I don't know if you saw this, Eric, but this I don't know if this might you might want to move back down after you hear this. This is so awesome. Oh, so in September. Texas has passed a law that will make it legal to carry blades longer than five and a half inches, which now if you carry a knife around that has a blade longer than five and a half inches, it's illegal. Yeah. But after this new law takes effect, you'll be able to carry around swords, sabers, machetes, daggers, anything you want. It's legal to wear and wield in the public. What the fuck? Why? So, I don't know, dude, but think of how awesome it is. You could, I could carry around like fucking some samurai swords and shit, and then like, I mean, it'll suck if you get in a fight with someone with a gun, because then it'll turn out like that Indiana Jones fucking segment. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> oh no! But it's, I don't know. It's everybody's like, what the fuck's going on around here? Like, I didn't know that fucking big knife was like the big lobby now or something you know like who was pushing for this no that's that's just texas it's you know i need to be able to carry around my bowie knife and my fucking ak but i'm like i don't because i'm an insecure prick with a small penis like we've 
seen the demonstrations for people with their fucking guns and stuff. So we know that there's a big gun lobby and they're pushing to get like concealed weapons and not even concealed weapons, just open carry and stuff. That was a big thing. We had that douchebag on from open carry Texas way back in the day. And, um, I mean, it's like, whatever I get the gun lobby's huge and it's influential, but who the fuck is out there saying, you know what? I can't carry around a motherfucking sword. This is bullshit. Like, who the fuck <laughs> is rallying at the state house to get this fucking thing passed? And this is hilarious because I'm like, okay, this is like a law that's been on the books since like pre 1900. And, um, which back then you think I could understand them having to carry around swords or something, maybe back in like 1900 or something. It's like, yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Carry a big ass fucking knife or machete with you. It might be useful. But. I'm like, what the fuck? So I looked it up, and there's only two other states that have a law like this that allow you to carry on, like, swords, basically. I mean, I don't know how else to fucking phrase it. And that's Oklahoma, which makes a ton of sense. Because it's, like, if people don't know this from other states, but as a Texan, there's, like, the one state that we definitely look down on is Oklahoma. (laughs) Like, that's our bitch state, like, we make fun of. But they share the same brain as Texas. Like, they're Texas on steroids as far as, like, what, however awful and conservative you could be, Texas. It's like, watch us. We could kick it up a knot. It's like that fucking meme. You know, it's always someone doing something sh- stupid. It fucking, then there's the next part that says, hold my beer, such and such. Oklahoma yeah. is the hold my beer to fucking Texas state, you know? Um, so, <laughs> it, it's kind of funny. Like, Montana was the other one. I'm like... Montana's like, well, fucking no one lives in Montana, so who gives a shit? But I'm like, Oklahoma and Texas is like, man, we're really blazing some trails, you know? So that's the trade-off. So, yeah, after the fall, if you come to Texas, you're not going to be able to fuck a sheep, but you can have sword fights in the streets, like, legally and shit, I guess, you know? So, you know, weigh the options. You want to come fucking visit? I don't fucking get it, man. I don't know, but I think it's pretty awesome. And from what I've read on it, it's not like you have to get like a permit or a license to carry one. It's just you can just fucking, you know, knife up and head on down the street. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think it, I don't know. It's, it's funny, but in a way it's like, really, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. Hey, yeah what it's, do, man? I don't know. We we tend to do the opposite of what we should do. So like, you know, Paris, they have very strict gun laws mm-hmm. in France and um because of that and, you know, because of their laws uh, against knives and stuff like that out in open whatever, mm-hmm. um they've seen a rise in acid attacks. Hmm. You know, people have like corals and stuff like that with people. They throw acid at them. Um Okay. So they put down legislation this past week to where if you go on an acid attack, uh, it's like an automatic life sentence in jail. Oh, wow. Because their their whole theory behind that is you've disfigured this person for the rest of their life, so yeah. you have to forfeit yours. Yeah. You need to share the same burden that you put on them. Um, and they're also going to be tracking sales of, you know car batteries and stuff like that to make sure that people aren't like hoarding it and getting a whole bunch because it's Mm. pretty easy to get acid yeah um 
so you know it's like that's their reaction their reaction is crack down on it make sure that we can limit it as much as possible ours is fuck it let everybody have it (laughs) (laughs) we know all this shit is killing people that's why everybody should have it wait what (laughs) hey man you know it's it i think i said like a long time ago Uh, you know my mentality with humanity is we're not responsible enough to have guns Mm-hmm. So we just need to take them away. When yeah. we learn to use them responsibly, yeah, sure, we can have them back. You know? It's just like um, my theory about, you know, taxing the rich. You know, we, we've, we haven't learned our lesson as far as humanity goes. I mean, well, actually, some countries have. But where CEOs and shit should not make the amount of money that they make. That money should be distributed throughout the company for R&D, for their employees, and benefits. Yeah, sure, the CEO can have a nice, decent six-figure salary, but they do not need to make $50 million in a year. Nobody does. You don't think so? Not a single fucking person needs to make that kind of money. Tom Cruise does. He does excellent work. (laughs) No, he does not. Maybe not. The mummy did really well. Because we haven't learned as a society to not allow CEOs to get these bloated fucking paychecks, we just need to tax the fuck out of them until we learn how to actually treat CEOs. Japan's a good model. You'd be shocked at what the CEOs in Japan make. Look it up. Yeah, I... um I need to answer a question for uh, one of our listeners, Michelle. She had sent me a Twitter question because I brought up, um, you know, like when I got my kids now and stuff, when my older kids get out of school and stuff, I pushed the wife to get her international nurse license and I said I want to fucking move to Australia. Mostly because of shit like this, like fucking people walking around machetes. (laughs) Why don't you want to live there? I don't get it. Want to get the fuck away from that kind of nonsense? Um, and she asked, um, you know, why I picked Australia as opposed to, like, Canada. And my theory on it was pretty simple because, like I said, it, I am too old and not smart enough to be able to learn another language. I just don't have it in me. So it'd have to be English-speaking country, which, yes, Canada yeah. definitely is there. That's yeah. no doubt about it. And then, of course, you know, you have England and you have New Zealand and and even a lot of the European countries, most of the people could speak English. You could probably survive in them if you needed to. But the reason why I picked Australia is because it basically was like I had to look at it from two viewpoints. And I'm going to put this out there. This isn't for all you people, and I don't want you trying to do this because I don't want all you motherfuckers coming to Australia with me. So uh, turn fi- off the podcast right now. Yeah, you find your own fucking place to fucking <laughs> scurry to as shit fucking goes downhill in this country. <laughs> but the thing is this, so there's a multi of reasons for it, but to answer a question, the the biggest one was, look, they have a universal healthcare system that's top notch. They have hardcore fucking anti-gun laws. They haven't had a mass shooting there since, what, the fucking early 90s because of their gun legislation. So, it's relatively not as insane as America in that aspect. And plus, like I said, healthcare system's good. English, I like that. Plus, um, 
the thing is this. If there's ever a nuclear war or any shit goes down between us and North Korea, China, yeah, little, or whatever. A little further south of the equator. Yeah, the last two places that are going to take any fallout or debris will be New Zealand and Australia. And she did mention New Zealand to me. But the thing with New Zealand is it's beautiful. Like I, every picture I've ever seen of it, it's probably a, more, it's a lot more beautiful place than Australia. However, um, Australia's got more... It's more got that, it, like Sydney and places like that, more Melbourne. They're more big city fills, more a little bit westernized in some aspects. I think that I could probably do better there. And plus my wife being uh, Laos, there's a big, and I didn't know this, and she brought it up and we kind of did some research and she's right about, I don't know how, but like in Sydney and stuff, there's like a big Laos population. So she's got some of her peeps there and stuff too. So that's good for her. <laughs> we got the half breed, so he'll fit in. You know, so we're figuring like all the way around. That was why Australia is my pick. And I suggest that you guys all go live in New Zealand. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, that's why Canada would be great. Like, for the short term, I go live in Canada. But for the long term, I want to get away from the United States because this is going to be, like, this is probably going to be the beginning of the end for Fall of humanity. Rome. <laughs> oh, it is. I've said that so many times to so many people. I'm like, this is, everybody knows that phrase, the Fall of Rome. This is the beginning of our fall. You know, when Kid Rock is fucking president in 20 fucking 40 or whatever. <laughs> you know, President Kid Rock. So. Who was it? There was somebody that there was another like actor or somebody that was talking about like potentially running for president. I can't remember who. I just oh. remember looking at it and be like, "What the fuck, dude?" The Rock. Oh, Dwayne. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> The Rock. Yeah, there. I saw a joke. It's kind of funny. It's like someone was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be tough in like 2050 when I'm trying to explain to my children like, no, Senator Kid Rock is not President The Rock's son." no it's gonna be really hard to you know be there and be like okay mike judge is not a wizard and knew the future he might have had an idea he might have seen how things were going no i mean that that film came out what 2005 oh it's been a while now yeah It, it yeah it was it was a while ago it wasn't quite quite so fucking crazy no no, like if he made yet. it now, then everybody'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's totally feasible." But then it was like, "Oh, this is ridiculous." But you know, you, you could sort of see how it could happen, and now it's like, "Nope, yep, that's exactly what's happening." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, President Camacho. Yeah, I mean, we really do almost have the fucking House of Representing. It's not we're not that yeah. far away from it. <laughs> comes out ha- comes out in his State of the Union address. First word is shit. <laughs> And it's on the teleprompter. Yeah, it's on the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking awesome. God and damn it. And then he it. goes all like uh, evangelical preacher on everybody. Jesus Christ, man. But we got this guy not sure. He's smarter <laughs> than any man alive. That's, you know, the crops, I just. <laughs> he's going to make them grow again. He's going to get rid of the dust storms. You know, it's funny, man. Like, when you're a kid, did you ever, like, we watch science fiction or something. Like, you watch Star Wars or, like, I know you're a big Star Trek guy and everything. Yeah. Like, 
like you watch that shit when you're a kid and you're thinking like you're seeing computers and all this technology and stuff and like I mean I'm talking when we're kids kids I mean for you yep. more so than me because we didn't have fucking cell phones until I was like in my 20s because I'm an old guy but didn't have cell phones till I was in my late teens like <laughs> so it's like okay close enough yeah, but like, you're a kid, you're watching all this sci-fi, and you're like, oh my god, it's going to be so awesome. Like, 50 years from now, we're going to have, you know, fucking flying cars and all this shit, and you just think of how awesome, and everybody's going to be so smart, and we're going to have all this technology, and we're going to be able to fucking go into, Eric could go into space, and blah, blah, blah. It's just all, you got all this shit. And now it's like, we're older, and we see that the world has not changed quite to that capacity. I mean, electronic you know that yeah new technology all the time is great and stuff but you look at how societies run like the political aspect and people in general like you start to grow up and you see people and you're like man people aren't getting smart we're getting fucking dumber and it's like across the board and every aspect of fucking life you know just interactions with people how we and then you see like a trump get elected and it's like when i was a kid i thought oh how awesome would it be to like jump into the future like a hundred years to see what it's like i'm like jesus christ dude now for a completely different reason i'm like i would love to jump into the future a hundred years to fucking see if there's even humanity left you know at the rate we're going i don't know if it's necessarily that humanity is getting getting stupider i i I don't think that's the case no i think i think it's i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say i not Everyone, I mean, yeah, they're probably the smartest people that ever lived or alive today. But overall, as a general sense, I think the, the IQ has been dropping, you know, you know, across the board. I, I think that has to do more with two things. Uh, the amount of people that we have today. We got so many fucking people. Yeah, way too many. Too many fucking people. Um. And the advent of social media. So now, mm-hmm. and they've done studies on this where, and this is how like fake news and just the dumb shit gets propagated in these circles. They've done these studies where they've realized that people don't tend to think critically or fact check things when they are in a social setting. That even goes for social media. As weird as it sounds. So in the social media spectrum, you know that you have friends out there that are posting things. You're posting things. People are reacting to that. So you get into this herd mentality where you just kind of take things at face value and you don't fact check. You take it as a word, especially if it's from somebody whom you deem trustworthy. Yeah. So even though your friend who listens to Alex Jones all the damn time is spouting some crazy nonsense, you might trust him. So you take that nonsense in and you're like, oh, yeah, that's total fact. How could he lie? He's been my best friend for years. Such a trustworthy guy. So you you don't fact check. You don't think critically. It just goes out the fucking window. Um, you know, and the people that did this research, they were basically chalking it up to an evolutionary trait to help the survival of the species so there were there wasn't like constant battles within your tribal groups you know mm-hmm. you needed to keep the tribe strong so the best way to do that was to make it to where everybody kind of coexisted and 
agreed with each other. Mm. But that, so I, I think it's the combination of the two. I think it's too many fucking people, so it makes humanity look a lot dumb. When I think it was just as dumb in the past, it's just we didn't see it as much. And social media, social yeah. media is the devil. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that totally, and I know what you're saying about people are probably dumber in the past, but I think it's people don't have... No, 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 no. I think as far as, like, relative to, like, the smartest to the dumbest, yeah, I think it's pretty much been about the same. It's just there's a lot more people, so the gradient looks taller, even though it's really not, and the fact that we get information so rapidly and we see nonsense so quickly... It, you just look around and go, holy fuck, everybody is a dumb shit. <laughs> this is all going down. Yeah. When it's kind of always been that way, it's just now you're able to see the nonsense a lot quicker. Yeah. I guess it's just one of those things where I cut people in the back a little bit of slack because now we have so much access to information. Like, there's no reason people should. That, I Yes, I totally agree with that. And that that's where this study was kind of going. It's like, look, these people have no excuse. You know, in yeah. the past... You know, you, a lot of people were literate. Yeah, unless you owned an Encyclopedia Botanica they, at your house. Yeah, they, they <laughs> you didn't have access to a lot of this. Yeah, so it's like you know, unless you were well read, mm-hmm. um, and grew up in an affluent uh, family, you you really had a poor education, and that, that's just what the way it was. But now there's so much information out there for you to grasp, and people don't even look at it because the herd mentality you know that yeah. all their friends are saying it so that it must be true and it's like no climate change is real asshole oh my god and we do have a hand in it oh yeah it's kind of on that vein i know that you want to talk about the energy thing i want to <laughs> let me just do this because i was going to do this last week i there's a little pew research poll i'll go through this and then because like i said uh, you've got that information on the leaked document stuff yeah. and i It'll don't really know a lot about it so um this was pretty interesting. Pew Research did this polling um, on partisan differences on institutions within our country. And they broke it down. They when they did the polling. They got Republican voters or people who vote Republican or lean Republican and people who say they're Democrats or lean Democrat. So uh, there's five different institutions that they threw out. And so when I say institutions, what are you talking about? Uh, churches, religious organizations, right? Their impact, whether it's positive or negative on society. Republicans, 73% said churches and religious organizations are have a positive impact. 14% said a negative. People who lean or are Democrats, 50% said that they have a positive. 36% said a negative. So Too high. Way too high. Yeah, but that's what I was kind of saying early, uh, with the Caitlyn Jenner thing. I mean, like, even there's Democrats who are still bigoted in that way because yeah. they're religious, and that's their fucking nonsense. Uh, I don't understand. This isn't taking a shot at anybody that listens to us, but I don't understand how you could be um, of the homosexual persuasion and be very religious, but that's just me. <laughs> um, the next one was banks and financial institutions. And this was a little bit more even. Republicans, 46% said positive. 37% said negative. Uh, Democrat leaning, 33% said positive. 54% said negative. 
and I've always, you know, I've said still this part too of high it. on the positive. I, I know I'm like financial institutions are fucking. They're right up there with like the pharmaceutical companies and these health insurance companies. As far as to me, the biggest problems we have in this country. Um, the next one was labor unions. Of course, we can probably see how this one's going. Yeah. Um, Republicans, thirty-three percent positive, forty-six percent negative. Democrat leaning, fifty-nine percent positive. 22% negative, which yeah, too those, negative. Those are the conservative Democrats right there because I, I the positive should be much higher, at least on yeah. the left I would think than roughly 60%. Um now this one's the this is where it gets pretty good. The last couple. Uh the next one is the national news media. <laughs> Uh-oh. Republicans positive 10% Wow. Negative, negative 85%. Holy shit. Now, Democrats, 44% positive, 46% negative. Eh. But you know what the difference is on that? Republicans see it as it's the left-wing liberal media, and yeah. they're super biased. And now, of course, Trump is doing the thing which all dictators do, trying to destroy the credibility of all the press. Fake yep. news, fake news, that's all we fucking hear. Yep. And the conservative-minded morons, I mean, excuse me, people, are fucking buying it, hook, line, and sinker. And they already had that premise because right-wing uh, radio and stuff has been beaten into the fucking heads for the last 30, 40 years. You know, liberal media buys, liberal media buys. I mean, I still drive around and I'll see motherfuckers with Clinton News Network or don't believe the liberal media bumper stickers on their fucking car. I did hear one today that kind of had me chuckling. It was uh, Chicken Noodle Network. I don't even get that. Like, it's just, you know, chicken noodle soup. Oh. But isn't that good for your soul? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's uh, what, the, isn't that what the book says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, well, there, there was another um, report where they asked Republicans, I can't remember the exact numbers, but mm -hmm. now that you mention it, they were talking to people who were Republicans, specifically people who supported Trump, mm -hmm. and they just asked them outright, you know, what they thought um, anonymous source was, and they literally think that it's just somebody who calls a news organization over the phone uh -huh. and just tells them something. Hey, guess what, Jicky? And it's like, <laughs> I got hey, some info. dipshit, that's not how journalism works. <laughs> Like they have, they know their names, they yeah. know their where they're getting their information from, and they have to go. Th they have to vet it. They have to get corroborating stories. It has to go up to the executive editor. It has to go through the gambit before it gets reported on. Like it's not just some jackass calling over the phone with. Oh, I've got some information on Trump and Putin. Uh, <laughs> They had this uh, private meeting where nobody was around besides for Putin's translator. Mm. What's your name, sir? I'm not going to tell you, but just <laughs> report it. It's anonymous. Like, no, that it, it <laughs> news outlets are not a fucking Facebook feed. <laughs> they actually have to fact check and look at shit. Like, that mm. blew my fucking mind that they don't even know what an anonymous source is. 
but you understand that why they think that because that's what like Fox News and these yeah. right wing medias that's what they tell them they're like oh whenever they say they have a, a source or they have an, a whatever they're like that just means they're making shit up that's what Trump says that's what Fox News said so the people who are in that bubble that's what they fucking actually think you know they're like oh an that anonymous source you mean those guys that wear the guy Fox masks they're the ones calling and telling them this it's like oh Jesus Christ <laughs> fucking quit oh my god um, but no, like I said, the, I think I can understand why it's a little bit more even with the Democrats left. I think it's because when you see stuff like the election we just went through where Trump says and does and lies constantly, everything he does and he gets all the airtime and they don't really go after him hard, but everything about Hillary is portrayed negative and all you hear is emails and, you know, Clinton Foundation and Pizzagate. And it's just all this shit. It's all negative. She gets half the airtime and it's 90% negative. Whereas Trump is talking about grabbing pussies and shooting people in fucking Manhattan and kicking out Mexicans because they're a rapist. And, and it's like he still gets covered in a more positive light <laughs> and gets more. It's That's why Democrats are fucking neg have a negative connotation in the national news media. It's a it's a different thing. It's not because we think it's completely full of shit and it's all fake news. It's just you. It's like the climate science thing. I think we might talk to this before. It's like you know, ninety seven percent or ninety eight percent of scientists are a hundred percent agreement of this is man made. It's ninety nine. Yeah, but when they have the news organizations have people on debating it. They'll have one fucking scientist for it, one against it. So in people's yeah. minds watching it, they think when in it's reality, like, oh, it's... they should have nine for it. One. Yeah. against it. So it's, that's part of the fucking problem with the news media more so yeah. than it's all fake news and shit. I mean, yeah, those, well, again, talk show parts are bullshit. I but... say it all the damn time. You know, when it comes to cable news, it's just entertainment. Yeah. It's all it fucking is. But entertainment. the problem is people fucking watch Hannity and used to watch O'Reilly and this fuckers and that's fucking read again people are dumber today <laughs> they, they don't. Um, and speaking of speaking of people being fucking dumber this is the last institution and this is going to blow your fucking mind this is the one that stood out to me like of the media one was it's huge but I get where it is and I understand why it's there colleges and universities oh I know where this is going now, I'll start with the Democrats on this one. Democrats, 72% of Democrats say colleges and universities have a positive effect on yep. society. Only 19% yep. say negative. But you're always going to have some. I mean, still think that's high, but that's surprising. It, it, it's Yeah, the, the 19 on the negative is high. I could see how yeah. some would be like indifferent to it. Oh, I know the Republicans. It's going to be like Re completely flip-flopped. Republican, 36% of Republicans find colleges and universities have a positive impact. Wow, that's higher 50, than I thought. 58% say they have a negative impact. And that's, to me, that's the scary thing. There's so, think about that. That's actually better numbers than I thought. <laughs> Dude, 60, I mean, let's just round it up. 60% of Republican-leaning people think that high, institutions of a higher learning are bad for our society. That's, that doesn't surprise me at all. I thought it'd not, be higher. It's not completely surprising. I mean, because... We think, I mean, at least I could speak of myself. I think most, if people come up to me and they're like, hey, I'm a Republican, I automatically think you're a fucking moron anyway. But just from the concept of how could people getting an education, a higher education stuff, how could that negatively impact our society? It's, how could that? 
it's because they believe that all the professors are liberal and yahoos yeah. that are going to feed their minds with yeah. this liberal plague that's encapsulating our our society here. Well, they can always send them to fucking Liberty University if they think when, that. When, at, when in reality, what it actually is, is it's just education and understanding of the world mm-hmm. tends to lean people more to the liberal side. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the uh, the professors. It has everything to do with the fact that they're educating themselves. I don't know. I just... I. I found that shocking, though. You know, that was the one that said, like I said, it was a little the the news one because it was so high negative for the conservatives. I, I that was a little shocking. Like I expected it, but ten percent, only ten yeah. percent. I was like, Jesus Christ! But then the fact that sixty percent were basically anti higher education, I'm like, that's that's a real problem. Yeah, it's a real problem going forward. Um, oh shit, man, we're kind of getting to the end of the show. You need to tell me about this fucking leaked memo you brought it up to me before we started yeah so this is this is a real quick one i haven't read the memo myself um and i'm very glad that it leaked because i know what the final version is going to look like um it's going to favor what they want to say as opposed to what it actually says um so rick perry um who's the head of the department of energy for some damn reason um he put together um, a, a study and said, you know, we need to go after uh, renewable energies as a threat to the electric grid reliability um, among, you know, depleting uh, coal jobs and our economic growth. Um, but more, the underline was, you know, the getting rid of renewable energies. It's like, hey, that it's it's this weird myth that Republicans have that it's somehow a threat to the electric grid. Um, so, you know, they went out, did their research. They went to a lot of the states that have, you know, like uh, Texas, I think about 40% is wind. Um, and there's a lot of other states where they do have like very high amounts of these renewable energies in their electric grid. Um, so, in this leaked memo, it basically says that it has zero effect on the reliability of our electric grid compared to the long-standing electric demand relative to previous expectations and years of low electric prices driven by high natural gas availability. So essentially what they're saying is it doesn't do a damn thing to the grid. It doesn't make it unstable. You know, it's that whole mm-hmm. uh, the Trump thing. Well, what happens when the wind dies or the sun yeah. doesn't come out? You know, this <laughs> yeah. whole fucking stupid mentality that somehow we don't have backups for it. Because um, what happens is, you know, it's people have this weird fucking notion that, you know, these electric grids are very fragile, little delicate flowers that you can't mess with. And w- what happens is if people that aren't in the electric industry, you realize that it is redundancy after redundancy after redundancy after redundancy. There's a reason mm-hmm. why your power is consistently on mm-hmm. barring some massive natural catastrophe around you. You know, there's a reason why it's consistent and it's because they have 
stupid amounts of redundancy within their system. And these renewable energies have just been integrated into that redundancy in the system. So no, it's not. There are even some cities where almost all of their energy comes from renewable sources. And even then they said it doesn't have an effect. Hmm. They're able to produce more energy than what is given. Therefore they can put it into generators. And then if shit goes awry, they can kick on the generators and they still have energy for backup. Yep. So I'm glad it leaked because I know what would have happened is Rick Perry would have gotten it said, this is a bunch of bullshit. It doesn't go with what I want to do, which is destroy (laughs) renewable energies Uh and get these oil companies the money that they want because I am in bed with them. Mm -hmm. And he would have revised it and it would have come out and everybody would be like, oh, renewable energies are horrible, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to destroy our electric grid and we're, we're going to have all these power outages and whatever, whatever. And it's like, no, not at all. Not in the fucking slightest. Mm. No. So, kudos to whoever leaked that. Oh, I'm sure that that'll be another thing Trump will be bitching about. <laughs> no, these, I'm pretty sure it's somebody who saw what house. was coming, who saw the report and said, <laughs> oh, Rick Perry's not going to like this. I, I better say, get this truth out before they fucking lie. They've canned all their fucking scientists. They're shutting down all their goddamn agencies and stuff. It's like, it's got to be someone who's probably think they're on the outs pretty soon. They're like, fuck it. Just let it out there. Who gives a shit at this point? And you got to look at, like, there are countries that have almost completely wiped out. The Netherlands. They're almost there. I know Germany's working towards it. Um, They're almost all wind or their turbines in the ocean. Like, Mm -hmm. all kinds of shit. Like, they've... And they don't have problems, so I don't understand why people think that it is an issue. Like, (laughs) what happens when the wind dies? Our power just doesn't immediately go off, you jackasses. They would have to (laughs) die for, like, a long fucking time. Yeah. Which ain't going to happen, because it's going to win. Winds are going to blow. Well, we talked about it before. I mean, the... The, the the sector where the most jobs have been created over the last handful of years is like renewable energies. Oh, We've yeah. had like 400,000 jobs created and, you know, we could have so many more if we put our money into that instead of, you know, coal mining or drilling for natural gas or fucking building goddamn tubes from Canada to bring tar fucking sands in. It, it, I, look, it is what it is. This administration is basically fucking shooting itself in the foot it's killing america's standing because china is so happy to see us fucking you know like oh we're going to put more effort into coal china's like okay we'll do more solar and wind and guess what we'll be the ones making all these fucking turbines and shit and sell them all over the fucking world and making the money and creating the jobs so thanks so whatever i don't give a fuck you know why I don't work in the industry. It's like there's towns like in Iowa and Wisconsin stuff that are built around these wind turbines and stuff. And they got big fucking huge grants from Obama to start these businesses up. All that money's going to be taken away. Hopefully all these fucking plants shut down. All these fucking douchebags in the middle of rural goddamn Iowa and stuff lose their jobs. Because I know they all fucking voted for Trump and they can all kiss my ass. So on a positive note... <laughs> um. I just want to run through a couple of these real quick. This is uh, the um, 
public pol- uh, policy polling did the nationwide survey and they did a r- wide range of stuff there's literally like a thousand fucking questions there. i kind of went through and just pulled a handful of them um just uh russia trump we'll do a few on that 72 percent of trump voters consider the russia story overall to be fake news only 14 percent disagree uh, 24% of Trump voters don't even want an investigation into the Trump campaign to see if they colluded with Russia, um, or want one, excuse me. 64% are opposed altogether to the investigation. Let's see. Um, so, even if the investigation were to determine that Trump's campaign colluded with Russia, they said that 77% of his supporters still want him to stay in office where only 16% would ask that he resign. Jesus. Like, hey, we found complete fucking proof that this motherfucker colluded with Russia. Eh, let's just leave him in. He's fine. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking assholes. Um, let's see. What, what, ha- what, these are the same people that shout like America's the best and you're America by American blah, blah, blah. Okay. But then again, these people don't pay attention to any real news or know what the fuck's going on. So, of course, we talked about at the beginning of this show. The, the big story at the beginning of last week when we got on the show was Trump Jr. colluding, which he did collude. He was trying to get yep. information on Hillary from a national fucking entity that is not our friend. Um, so, in this polling, they asked these people if they thought that Trump Jr. met with the Russians. Forty-five percent of Trump supporters said that no, they didn't think that he had met with the Russians. It's been in the fucking news all week. He admitted it. He admitted it. It's been in the news all fucking week, and fucking still half of them are like, "No, he didn't meet with them." It's like, oh my god, oh my god, just shoot me now. Oh, speaking of shooting things, um, so Trump was right when he said that he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and not lose his support uh, because they asked his supporters the question, if Trump shot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue, what would you still approve of him? 45% said they would still approve of him if he shot someone. 29% said they would disapprove, while 26% said they weren't sure. Not sure? (laughs) I mean, it depends on the circumstance. But dude, 45% of them said, even if he shot somebody, yeah, we'd still support him. He'd be fine. That goes to show you that they're just full of shit, man. (laughs) They are so full of shit. They talk about country, 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 when all it really stems down to is party, party, party. It's pretty bad. And then even further down, it's religion, religion, religion. But... Aside from that one, that's a positive, I guess, for Trump. He kind of loses in all these. They're, you know, if you get past the Trump support ones, when you get to the general population, just because these are Trump supporters only, everyone about his honesty and all that, or did they find new sources? Like they break it down CNN, ABC News, all of them. All of them people find to be more, you know, trustworthy than Trump. His trust numbers are in the toilet. Only like 30% of people find him trustworthy, which is pretty fucking ridiculous for a president especially one who's this new to the office like he shouldn't have lost that much cred yet um but there is one thing that when they did like i said general population questions where everybody's involved not just just psycho supporters (laughs) he did win one category and that was i love this one asked whether they think he or richard nixon was more corrupt (laughs) 
<laughs> Trump won 42% to 35%. <laughs> so he did win that one. So that's pretty, that's a positive for him. You're a winner. Yeah. You are the most corrupt. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, Oh, and the other one that I, I thought was funny, it was like a short little story, but it kind of had me cracking up, was uh, uh, they? I think it was a lawyer for, I, th- I don't know if it was Junior's lawyer or Trump's lawyer, but came out and said that the uh, Secret Service had cleared these people that were in the meeting. Mm-hmm. So they were like aware of it or whatever, mm-hmm. and they cleared them. Yeah, and the Secret Service like immediately was like, "No, we didn't." Yeah, I love how like, they never respond, but they did respond to that. They're like, they're uh, like "Nope, yeah, never happened." <laughs> I thought that was funny that it just it was like immediate. You know, lawyers like, "Oh yeah, they they cleared these people. They vetted them." Blah 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 blah, and they're like, "Nope." That's a lie. Like, yeah, we weren't watching <laughs> Trump Jr. at the time. He wasn't under our fucking stewardship. So, they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, shit. I think, actually, I'll wait, and uh, next week, this will be the teaser. We'll go over, we're going to go through the uh, Trump's achievements for his first six months in office. Ooh. And we'll save that for next time, because we're late into the game here. Yep. <clears throat> I know when I Alrighty, listen to podcast about usually about 45, 50 minutes in, I'm starting to fucking wane. <laughs> so, hope you enjoyed it. If they didn't, I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, that too. Check out our Canadian brethren at Podblocked. Yes. And 742 Evergreen Terrace. Which I will not move up next to them. I'll be moving to Australia, unfortunately, for them. Uh, Sorry, guys. Missing out. I might come up and um, visit or something. Have some poutine. Check out our other shows. Yes, I've got one. I am in the can. I'm going to put it up. It's um, I watched a documentary, and me and the wife have been talking about eating habits and this and that. So I have uh, I want to talk about a documentary I watched called um, "What the Health." It's pretty interesting, and Ooh. have some uh, some other little fucking tidbits of fucking fun. I'm going to throw out on the utterly pointless podcast. They'll be coming sometime here in the next few days. Check out uh, Andy and the Bratastic Voyage. Mm-hmm. They should have a new show pretty soon. I don't think they did one last week. So yeah, I know Brad. And get you can listen to all three episodes of the Totally Worthless podcast. <laughs> yeah, when's the new one coming out of that? Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Oh my god, nobody knows. Jesus Christ. Uh, yep, that's about it. All right, folks. Uh, try not to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. What? Listening to Trump. I'm just saying, like, you know, this whole presidency and all this shit, it's, it's got to be weighing on people's minds and, you know, making them think twice about life. Whatever, dude. You're, you are <laughs> fake news. Um, <laughs> yeah. Total fake news here. Uh, yep. That's it. Bye. Yep. Go fuck yourselves.